This is About Space, America's Return to Space, with news and information on our U.S. space program. Is your host of About Space, David Denault. Welcome, and thanks for joining me today. Well, the Congress has just released a new report with more unclassified documents on UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, or UFOs as we commonly call them. And wait till you hear just how many new official sightings there are. Next, as America and the world is listening to About Space Today. Mardi Gras is home. We've all waited for a long time for this day, and so we are thrilled and excited to welcome Mardi Gras finally to her home here in Port Canaveral. We've invested billions of dollars to reduce our environmental impact, and so we're very excited at Carnival Cruise Line that this ship, Mardi Gras, is the first ship in North America to bring this technology. Book your fun cruise on Carnival's Mardi Gras today. Call D&D Cruise and Tours at 877-747-8631. That's 877-747-8631. And come see the Caribbean. Welcome back. The sighting of the strange unidentified craft have increased by 366 from the last report to August 2022, as reported by our military. But even with the potential threat of our national security, there's been no reported accidents in the skies, says the Pentagon. Uh, I think one of the key points in this report, you know, given, given the potential uh, hazard that UAPs do present, notably there's been no reported collisions of, of uh, military aircraft or U.S. aircraft, rather, uh, and UAPs. In this year's spending bill for the Department of Defense is attached a measure that will require the military to go all the way back to 1945, just after the two atomic bombs were dropped over Japan, and report on the Roswell crash. Now, I don't think many of us were aware of this provision, and what's really interesting is, is they must really believe it was a UFO that crashed in New Mexico. In an interview on Fox News, Nick Pope, a former UK Ministry defense official and a person who has studied Roswell, agrees. Correct, yes. This is being called the Roswell before Roswell. And you're right, people with some knowledge of these intelligence programs who've been briefing Congress about this made sure that this was put into the legislation. And it's, some, it's one of many UFO provisions in the new defense bill. The uh, DOD must provide Congress with a list of everything they've found out about this, this specific incident, but all other incidents and programs uh, from January 1st, 1945 onwards, and anyone involved in these programs or with information about it will be released from their secrecy oaths and non-disclosure agreements, and they'll be able to testify to Congress about this. About Space Today did a program on the Roswell crash as part of a series, and this is what we uncovered. 
listen to the funeral director describe the alien bodies and more. Remember, the purpose of our podcast is to have you investigate for yourselves after About Space provides you the information. And you're probably familiar with the July 1947 crash that many believe was a flying saucer. About 75 miles from the town of Roswell, New Mexico, a rancher named Mac Brazel found something unusual in a sheep pasture. A mess of metallic sticks held together with tape, chunks of plastic and foil reflectors, and scraps of heavy glossy paper-like material. Unable to identify the strange objects, Brazels called the Sheriff of Roswell. The Sheriff, in turn, called officials at the nearby Roswell Army Air Force Base. Soldiers fanned out across Brazels' field, gathering the mysterious debris and whisking it away in armored trucks, never to be seen again by the public. An interview with Roswell's funeral director as he describes the aliens next on About Space Today. Welcome back. W. Glenn Davis remembers all too well that the crash was not any type of aircraft. As the Roswell funeral director, he had access to the base and saw some of the debris and describes the bodies of the dead aliens. Well, the ears, like I think I stated to you, that the ears, there was a couple of small orifices, one on top of the other with two little lobe flaps, one over the other. They didn't really know how those, if they had any significance, how they worked or what. It wasn't, I mean, they didn't go into that. The nose was only a couple of very small orifices, holes right there, just above the lip line. But it had, uh, there wasn't anything covering it. And it was just like two small indentations there, and that was it. The following day after the crash, he had lunch with a friend, a nurse that held the rank of lieutenant. Here is an excerpt of his story. Just a light lunch, but she was so upset. Uh, she looked like she was, you know, in shock is what she really talked like and looked like. And uh, she said, I want to, she said, I said, well, I was just curious. The only reason I want to talk to you I was curious on what happened. And she said, well, you won't believe it. And she says, I don't believe it either. But she said, uh, I got in a lot of trouble on this thing. I probably, I'm not real sure about this, but she said, then she pulled out of a, a little purse or a little pocketbook, whatever she had there. She gave me a little diagram that she had that she had drawn some dry, some uh, figures of, uh, of some arms and a uh, face and so on. She told me that this is what, you know, was what was in those, uh, that it was a crash wasn't an airplane, but they didn't know what it was at that time. Yeah, but she said, we have three bodies. That There was three bodies. She said two of them were very mutilated. One looked like it might have walked out or that it, you know, might have lived a, a little while. And she explained they were like three and a half feet to four feet tall. The uh, two of the bodies were the... the you couldn't identify much because they were practically destroyed, and it looked like maybe that they might have been uh, a predatory animal or something might have uh, been doing some damage on the bodies, too. Glenn Davis, Roswell, New Mexico, funeral director. So what do you believe happened? 
on a ranch in 1947. And so, what have we discovered in this year's report? Only that we haven't met our friends by accident in the skies. Check out our Facebook page, AboutSpace.Today, for launches and landings, and invite your family and friends to listen in weekly. And join Don Meyer, Space Coast News Editor, this Friday for America in Space. And to all our listeners around the globe and here in the U.S., thanks for joining me. I'm David Denault, and this has been About Space Today.